Welcome to Roscoe Squeeze Off, the podcast. It's your boy, Roscoe Squeeze Off, world's foremost authority on all things that matter. Usually, I'm just a dude riding around in his vehicle, talking about sports and all things under the sun. And I am Roscoe Squeeze Off of the show on the go podcast. So, you know, I do this on my own when I talk about sports. Well, I want to talk about the fact that Joshua, Anthony Joshua, and Tyson Fury are supposedly in agreement for a two-fight deal. Now, nothing's signed, they say, but it's a two-fight deal, and so it, it means one fight and then a rematch, and they got to work out the numbers, but they said the hard part in the venue and the whole nine yards, but they claim that the hard part is just being able to have the agreement down and it's going to be like a 50% split now that's great because they have a chance to have a unanimous champion with all the belts and that would be the first time in you know 20 years or so uh, just over 20 years now here's the big issue if this does not pump Anthony not Anthony Deontay Wilder up to put up his best effort against Fury, nothing will. This is like the ultimate disrespect. This is like fighting a nobody. Because what happens is Wilder has a mandatory rematch clause. They were supposed to fight in July, but because of coronavirus, that's not going to happen. So, that's that's Wilder against Fury. Now, what happens is Fury is making an agreement with with Anthony with you know Anthony Joshua and he has yet to fight Deontay Wilder for the third and final fight now he whooped Deontay Wilder's ass the last fight and you know Deontay Wilder had the BS about the 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 weight of the of the the costume that he had on for the pre-fight antics you know, coming to the ring antics was like a 40 pound plus uh, costume and it took his legs from him. And listen, I believe that is some of the worst crap I've ever heard. That's one of the worst excuses you will ever hear from a fight. And it, it, it could very well be true. Sounds like BS to me. But to me, if this does not matter, first of all, Deontay Wilder should be pumped to get in the best shape possible. He's already usually in good shape, but he that was the heaviest he ever came into a fight in his career. And if it, he is not in the best shape of his entire career, if he is not right now as I speak to you people on this podcast, preparing for this fight, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, he should be doing that 24-7. Because this is just disrespect. They're treating you like a nobody. Hey, I gotta, I gotta take care of this little fight here with Deontay Wilder, and then Anthony Joshua. We can do a two-fight fight. Now, granted, I think Fury's winning all these fights, and I know sometimes you're based on what you last saw, but he fought 12 rounds with Deontay Wilder, then he fought another seven rounds, seven rounds with Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury did. That's a total of 19 rounds. He may have lost two to three 
legitimate rounds because he got knocked down twice and then he had another round where it looked like he in, in the might have been the third or fourth round of uh, the first fight where it looked like Deontay Wilder clearly won it besides that any other round was either close in judgment or you could rule that was Fury's round and then the last fight was just a complete mop up of Anthony Wilder I mean of, of Deontay Wilder complete mop up so out of 19 rounds 16 of those rounds he's either been highly competitive like an even round or he won that round it appears to it just looks like he's an all around better fighter than Deontay Wilder Fury is of course and it seems like Fury just does not know boxing skills he's always looked wild he's always looked pretty much untrained I mean, the guy has tremendous power, which has gotten him to this point in life where he'll be a rich man and be able to take care of his children for life or for generations to come. And that's because of his great, amazing physical talent. But his great, amazing physical talent, he did not really cultivate the way you would think. He does not fight behind his jab. And if you want to, for anybody who's not very familiar with boxing, you want to pull up another tall boxer that fought great behind his jab, um, that didn't have the kind of power he had. Uh, with Lennox Lewis is a perfect guy to YouTube. Look at how he fought off Holyfield. He kept Holyfield at bay, and he had a great jab. Um, he fought behind his jab. So I mean, what I mean when I say behind his jab, he used his jab to set up other punches, and he used his jab to also keep space. He used his jab to feint to make you. When he's hitting you with that jab so often, you duck the you duck the jab, and then boom. A quick, a quick right hand or whatever is right there to hit you, because you're trying to. You get so used to that jab being on you, you know. And he just never had that. He doesn't fight, but he doesn't set punches up. He just sling. He just swings and slings wildly. And that's worked in the past because he's fought a lot of guys that couldn't handle his power and didn't have the the, the skills or the physical tools to keep him off of him. And what happens is Fury does, man. Fury moves well. He has good movement. He has a good jab. He does, He's not the most powerful guy, but he does have a good jab. And he has enough power to make you, you know, keep your eyes open. And then the way he fought Deontay Wilder last time, which is just beautiful, he kind of did what Holyfield did to Mike Tyson. And what that is is he realizes that for you guys to have your, you know, Deontay Wilder and Tyson, for those guys to have power, and I believe Deontay Wilder would have more. If these guys just throw flat-footed, flat-footed, did not put their body into it, did not use their legs to lunge, I honestly believe Deontay Wilder would have a more powerful punch than Tyson. Just swinging their arms. Just swinging their arms, standing still, swinging, using your hip and your arm. But what makes their power unbearable is the lunge. The, the step into the aggressive... I'm gonna put them from. I'm gonna put the power from here all the way to over there and lean into it. And Fury took that completely away. That's exactly what Holyfield did to Tyson when, when Holyfield when Tyson got so frustrated he had to bite his ear off. He did not allow uh, Wilder to really come forward at all. He made him back up and going backwards. You take these guys' power away from them, and once they don't have any power. You know, Tyson has some skills, but by that point in his career, he wasn't the same. But when you guys, when you take away these guys who rely so heavily on their power and the intimidation of their power, and you take that power away from them, 
if you don't have any skills to rely on, you're fishing, you're a fish out of water. A uh, perfect example of a guy who had power and was able to use other tools was Thomas Hearns. When Thomas Hearns first, first fought uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, he was known as, I mean, he was a complete knockout. I think he knocked out everybody he'd ever fought. He had just not too long ago had knocked out Roberto Duran completely cold in the second round. And a lot of people thought he was going to knock out Sugar Ray. And Sugar Ray kind of turned the fight around and hurt him, you know, fairly early. I think it was fifth round or sixth round in that fight. Even though Thomas Hearns was leading the fight. And Thomas Hearns turned into a complete boxer. Literally threw that jab and took that fight over and swole Sugar Ray's eye up. Pretty much messed his eye up. You know, just by hitting him with jabs. And Sugar Ray ended up winning the fight in the 14th round. But if that fight would have been a 12-round fighter today, he would have won that fight. If he didn't get caught in the 14th and get hurt. But he put he put on a clinic with using his height, getting that jab, and tattooing Sugar Ray as Sugar Ray came towards him. And if... Now, granted, it's a little different because Deontay Wilder is not the taller man with Fury. But he has the cease. I mean, the guy physically has talent. I mean, he has good speed on his on his punch. There's no reason his jab should not be coming and have he could have a he could have a jab similar to I would say Lennox Lewis level. I don't the best jab I've ever seen, I thought, consistently. By heavyweight was definitely Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes threw a jab that was right there with Muhammad Ali, but I would say even better because he didn't have the elusiveness of Muhammad Ali and the bounce around and you know of Muhammad Ali, but he could just throw that jab and keep you at bay. Man, he could beat you all fight long with just jabs. Would win 12 round fights with literally jabbing you down all night. And if I was Deontay Wilder, I would be working on that right now as we speak jabs all night long just jab 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 tie one tie your right hand to your waist and practice throwing that jab with your left next day do the same thing with your with your right make it a right straight just non-stop get that you know you should be working on that all right now even if you're by yourself and just you and your trainer in a gym that's coronavirus free or in your own house work on that man because otherwise you have no chance against Fury, man. Fury just has better tools. He throws a jab. He feints extremely well. His feint is amazing. He can set up everything off his feint. With him coming forward, you have no power, so he doesn't have to fear anything of you hurting him because you you don't hit very well backing up. Your footwork just isn't there. He'll probably lay you out again even sooner this time. You, You were extremely tired. I don't know why you were so tired. I think you were honestly just defeated. So I see Fury, he's disrespecting you because he says he's going to fight Joshua. Uh, Joshua wasn't disrespecting anybody. Uh, Ruiz did not come to fight last time, but Joshua did not even come to fight. Man, that guy lagged about 500 pounds. Um, The first fight, I think Ruiz looked really, really good against him. Um, But once again, that was on Joshua, I thought. uh, He just was complacent. I think Joshua would easily beat Ruiz if they were to fight again. Um... I don't know if he can look for a knockout against Andy Ruiz, but he can definitely, he keeps his distance, uses his height, jabs, he has decent boxing skills. He should beat Ruiz as long as Ruiz is a fat boy. If Ruiz was somehow to lose 50, 60 pounds, maybe at least 40, get really healthy, then, you know, he has some pretty good skills and pretty long arms to be as short as he is. But, um, 
let me just jump lastly i won't really tell you who i, I gotta think about it i'm pretty sure right now i'm leaning fury uh winning the fight against joshua I think his skills are better, but I believe Joshua's skills are much better than like Deontay Wilder's. Now, let me get you, let me just let you know this. I still to this day believe if Deontay Wilder fit, fights uh, Anthony Joshua, he knocks Joshua out. I truly believe that. I believe that Joshua will get into a slugfest if pushed. He doesn't mind that 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 back and forth, and I think that would get him beat against Deontay Wilder. Now, Ruiz he doesn't have to, but with with a guy his own his own height and size. I think that would force him into a slugout fight, and I think Anthony Wilder, uh, Deontay Wilder, could catch him and win that fight of that of that of that ilk. But um, Tyson Fury could be both of these guys, and I think the, the what's bad about boxing is just guys don't get the skills. Uh, like you see, Tyson Fury has really good skill. England right now has the two skill the best best skilled. Heavyweights in the business. As far as just skills, you know, feints and jabs and straights and hooks and uppercuts and be able to put it together and make combinations. What we've seen from Wilder, Stavern, um, King Kong Ortiz is alright. He but he's a little wild too. You know, these guys are just wild. These guys rely on power and intimidation. And as big as as uh as Fury is, he doesn't. You think he would have tried to use the intimidation factor? He uses skill, and Joshua kind of similar, as big as he is. And he, sh- and he- God got to give us a good punch. He took a good hit and got back up against uh, Klitschko. He didn't get back up as many times. He did get up a few times from uh, Ruiz. So yeah, but these guys are skilled at the same time. Uh, I wouldn't say Lennox Lewis skilled, but right, well, Lennox Lewis much better skilled than Joshua. I say. But Fury, it may be better skilled than Lewis because, I mean, Lennox Lewis because it's unique in what he does with his movements. His footwork is amazing. His ability to slip punches. Um, even just his mental ability to get inside of a boxer's head with his talking to him and his movements and, you know, trying to make them feel inferior, making them fight outside of their character because they want to really hit him because he antagonizes them. You know, I give him credit for that. It's pretty impressive. Uh, so I got Fury winning this against Joshua for right now, but I'd break that down when we get closer to it. But I just want to say that's the ultimate embarrassment to Deontay Wilder. Because you're you're also ran. You're just another guy on the list. Say I got once I beat this guy then I'll fight you. Like he's doing him the way you do when you do tune up fights. So if Deontay Wilder wants to impress the world and get his title back, he better show us something. But just I know, Dan, Grant, you want your title back, you want to impress the world because you were undefeated to this point. But if you were not motivated before, you should be motivated now. Because Tyson Fury has essentially said, hey, hell with this guy. Hey, I'll beat him on the way. Let me set these other fights up. And I'll beat him on the way to fighting you. I, I, I'll drive in the car. I'll stop off at an arena. I'll whip his ass. Then I'll get back in the car and I'm on my way to go to the airport to, to fly to England and have that fight. And make some real money. Because everybody knows I'm going to whoop Deontay Wilder's ass. So, Deontay Wilder, wake up, player. This guy is calling you out. He's saying that you're nothing. I'm going to whoop you. You're a speed bump on where I'm going to bigger and better things with Anthony Joshua. So, if that's not a wake-up call, nothing is. You called out a, a, a demanding clause that you had in the contract. That you have a rematch. And he is paying that no attention. Hey, I'll be him and I'll have these two fights. So, 
that's on you, you know what I'm saying? Make it happen. Train. Get ready. I'm ready for boxing to come back. Let's get some good heavyweight boxers in here. Maybe the best two boxers in the world right now. Heavyweight are, are British, which is wow. Good job, Brits, right now. Y'all don't y'all winning in the heavyweight division. Deontay Wilder, I thought you was gonna make it happen, man. You gotta get them skills. I thought that wildness would take you far enough. It's not quite there. So, once again, ultimate disrespect. Uh, Joshua and, T- and Fury reach a, a two-fight agreement. And most likely they'll fight that fight in England because those guys are both English. I know they was talking about Dubai, and there might be a lot of money there, but two English guys, man, and I don't think England's ever had a fight of that that kind of that that big before. Might be the hugest fight ever in England, and you know they pack a stadium for two for the UPS and the FedEx guy to fight each other. They'll pack a full stadium of ninety thousand people in England. So, you know, with these two guys in there, they're two champions. It's gonna be live, man. So, say I put it out there. Just want to let you you know talk to you guys about this. You know, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, two fight agreement. Uh, does have to finish beating. You know, Fury does have to beat. Wilder again first on the way as a speed bump because that's what he's looking at it as. It's your boy Roscoe Squeeze Off. This is the Roscoe Squeeze Off podcast. Once again, I am a member of the Show on the Go crew. So if you want to look me up, just go to our Show on the Go link or in the link for, for the Roscoe Squeeze Off show. And it's the very bottom link of all our links of different th- of different uh, media we have. The very bottom link and you can see everything for the Roscoe Squeeze Off sports show. Once again, world foremost authority in all things that matter. See you soon. Till next time, peace.